want me to talk about John McEnroe, don't you? <laughs> now, he's, a, he's an amazingly bright guy who has uh, mellowed and matured uh, through the years from the brat that they called him when he played. Uh, he's been a very loyal partner. He's amazing. I mean, I'll study two, three hours the notes before a, a single match. We're only talking about two people. And I've, got, I've studied and studied and gone back to old notes and tried to get everything in order. And he'll come in and he'll take the media notes and my one minute he'll go through them, go through it all, and he knows everything I know. I mean, he, and he has, uh, retention is, is stunning. And the fact that he doesn't stop to think about what he's saying makes him all more interesting because he's so candid. He doesn't have any filter. I do. I'm so afraid that I better watch out what I say here. I better delicately phrase this, not McEnroe. Um, tell the story of the Wimbledon story. Did I tell you folks that today? That was in the other class. We're, uh, uh, this is McEnroe. Uh, Wimbledon is probably my favorite event to call of all the things I've been privileged to do because it's two full weeks and it's like a, a convention where you're eliminating candidates and by the time you get to the second week only the eight or sixteen best and then it keeps whittled away until you finally get to the championship and it's the most coveted title, it's the most historic and if you win Wimbledon you've secured your place in history and uh, so here I am breakfast at Wimbledon trying to use my special sacred voice and we're taught, as you are taught, you don't have to say everything you see because some of the things you see, like the guy, idiot that runs out onto the field and wants to tackle the center fielder or something, you ignore it so that the cameras don't show it. You don't encourage other fools to do the same thing. So even though you see it, you, you know, there's sometimes you've got to say, hey, don't talk about that. So here we go, 19, I think it was 96. Richard Krychek from the Netherlands had beaten Sampras, so he's in the final. And Mal Washington was a long shot American who made it to the final that year. And here we come, breakfast at Wimbledon, and it's 9 o'clock in the East, 8 o'clock here in Milwaukee, and I'm coming on this, you know, Wimbledon, welcome to this sacred grounds, center court Wimbledon. And today, two long shots. And now, as I'm going through this whole process using uh, my respective, uh, uh, almost religious voice, McEnroe is watching what's going on, and the two players are standing at the net with their rackets, and they're taking the, the required official photograph for Wimbledon. And as I'm going on today from the United States, Mel Washington, at this point, a 23-year-old young woman, very well endowed uh, from Wimbledon, goes down to the barrier uh, that's only about three feet high from the... Uh, from precious lawns of Wimbledon into the seats, takes off her overcoat and she doesn't have any clothes on and streaks right in front as the two players are getting their pictures taken streaks right in front of them from our right to our left. Well I go right on against Mel Washington from uh, Michigan, Grand Blanc, Michigan and one of these men will be, well, McEnroe sitting next to me goes, she's very up in the royal box. <laughs> the, uh, the gendarmes, uh, the bobbies uh, were fighting over who could get the blanket to cover her up, which disappointed everyone. They succeeded. So uh, McEnroe, you never know uh, what's coming from him, but it's uh, always a delight.